Oh, my new dear friend BJ Arnett is with us and she manages Proverbs 31 management with her husband Cameron Arnett, whom I interviewed just recently. You know him in the Kendrick Brothers movie, Overcomer as Thomas Hill. But BJ is going to talk about her journey with Christ and how she got to where she is today. Be sure to watch to the end of the interview for a word of encouragement for you. So BJ, thanks for joining me on the call. Absolutely. I'm so glad to be with you. <laughs> oh, it's so great to have you here. So, you know, let's start with your story. What happened to you and how did you, how did God show up in your life? Is that my journey with the Lord has been uh, one filled with blessing, one filled with loving. Uh, I was um, abused at, at nine years old by a uh, family friend, so much of a family friend. He I referred to him and my brothers and sisters referred to him as uncle. And he saw me born, as a matter of fact. I mean, he was, he and my mom and several of her friends, they all came to the hospital when my mom had me. And so he knew me from birth, but he abused me at nine. Um, so I was molested at nine years old. And that was quite traumatic. Uh, my family didn't find out until a couple of years after that. And that, you know, I say to, when I give this part of my testimony, I say to parents, watch your children, listen to your children, um, and speak to your children when questions arise. Don't hide from truth. Know how to say what needs to be said, know how to train them to say, someone hurt me and listen and watch your babies, listen and watch your babies. So that was a, you know, that of course was difficult. That led me down a road of depression, uh, suicidal tendencies at a very young age. I tried to kill myself three times. God would not let me die. <laughs> because he knew he had a purpose for me, because he knew that he had put something inside of me and because he knew I could be washed clean from all of the things that I would later do to myself and all of the memories of the horror that I had been through. So every day, today, every day, even those days when my mind wants to tell me silly things, remind me of the woman who died when she was washed clean. I say thank you because I, I, I feel like I'm in a dream sometime from where I came to where I am. Look, I got saved with a bottle of vodka wow. on one, in one hand and the Bible in the other. That's I, where I got saved. How did That's that happen? How did that happen? From that depression to that suicidal tendency to that, you know, negative, 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 negative. Um, I remember it well. It was the turning point of my life. I said, God, I just want to die. But if you were, and I remember having the bottle in one hand and the Bible in the other. And I said, if you are who you say you are, you are going to take me out of this. Mm. And I can't tell you the amount of time, whether it was minutes or hours. At that point, my phone rang. It was my aunt. And she said, your grandpa has passed. From that moment, 
my life switched. Just like I, I get, see, I'm like, I'm like thinking about it now. I can't tell you how wonderful it is to know when the light turns on, when the switch happens, when the Holy Ghost drops inside, when salvation is truly received. Oh my God. That moment was the moment. I remember my grandfather saying to me, I know you don't really want to know this, or you don't really want to hear this, but you are next. And what he was referring to was pastoral ministry. Wow. And I thought, and I was a kid, but when the moment that he died and my aunt said, your grandpa is dead, I knew that God had answered the prayer with the Bible in one hand and the vodka bottle in the other hand. All I knew was I wanted to die. And if I couldn't be with the Lord and I couldn't be on earth correctly, what was it? So I, I gave God an ultimatum. And his answer was, oh, no, no, no. I'm here. And you have received me. And here I am. From that moment to this, my life has never been the same. Miraculous moments, constant. Miraculous. I'm like, what did you just do? I, hey, God. <laughs> I'm like, did you just do that? I wasn't ready for that. I don't know how to do this. And he fills me with the know-how. I'm like, I didn't know how to do that. I got my master's degree and I still, my husband and I laugh about it. Uh, um, I was teaching full-time at a, at a college and I was studying for my master's online. I would fall asleep every day with the computer in my lap, on the couch, my glasses on the end of my nose. My husband would pull a blanket over me Pull the pencil out of my hand. He said one time my hand was in midair with the pencil. <laughs> and, I, and, he, and we know that the Holy Ghost finished that master's degree. I don't know how I wrote those papers. I don't know how I did that financial report. I don't know. I know the Holy Ghost knows. Oh, my gosh. Let me ask you a question, though. You know, you're, you're going from one Baptist church to another. Three. Yeah. Right? Didn't you see people getting saved at the altar? Didn't you yes. see like people like uh, having the anointing on them and prophesying oh, yeah. to them? But but yet you still weren't saved at that point. No, I was I was doing what other children did. I remember being uh, going to for baptism at maybe five or six in the littlest church my grandpapa uh, pastored. It was um, in. Franklin, Tennessee. At that time, Franklin, Tennessee was not what it is today. And it was, you know, little country area. I remember the outhouse outside of the one room church. I remember the, the uh, what was it called? The picnic area. I remember all that. I remember the day I saw a woman come into the church and she was a scarlet woman. And I remember them saying scarlet. And I was like, what is a scarlet woman? I was a little fella. I remember her getting saved and and the the spirit of of demons coming out of her. Oh. I remember her falling to the floor and moving in my mind it seemed like slithering up to the altar and and my grandpa saying don't touch her mm -hmm. and all all of the church 
praying for her. Mm -hmm. And when she stood up, it was like she was different from what she walked in as. Wow. So did I see it? I saw, and even in my ministry with my husband, I have seen blind eyes open. I have seen uh, 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 a relief from pain and agony, physical ailments. I've seen that growing up, of course. But at five years old, when all the other little girls and little boys are walking up to the altar to be baptized, I think for me, I didn't understand all that was happening. There wasn't discipleship training for little children. So people did not know, they knew how to do the ceremony, but they didn't know how to do the walkthrough in front of the child. So it became, I did it, but oh, when I really received him was I was 30, was I 30? I think I was 29. Yeah. And I knew that God had changed my life. Mm -hmm. And that was after I told you about the Bible and the drinking. Yeah. I wow. knew he had changed my life. And I said to my, I was, I was attending, um, a church, uh, in Atlanta in Decatur and I told the uh uh pastor oh you will baptize me and he said and he said you're an adult you were baptized when you were I said no 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 you will baptize me you will put some water on this woman and he said <laughs> he said I'm doing a baptism of a baby on so and so Sunday that's something and he said and that's it and he walked out of his office now he was a colonel in the army and I know he knew what he was doing. He was going to see if I was going to actually go the distance. I, that Sunday at church, I was dressed in my nice little pretty dress. I sat on the second row. And he, after he baptized the baby, he said, are there any more baptisms? I walked up and he went and I got <laughs> baptized that day. <laughs> and afterwards he said, now I know you're saved. He said, because you were going to fight me for some Jesus. I said, sure were. <laughs> I would have taken you out. And he was a big, you know, like I said, he was a big colonel <laughs> in the service. And I said, I said, you were going to throw some water on me. He said, and he, that day, I remember uh, just the beauty of knowing, like I said, you know, it was not only did I know the day that I was saved at home. But then to stand in front of the church and say, I need you guys to know he is a transformer. He is a redeemer. I, I was able to say that the, the excitement that I feel inside of me now is the same excitement I felt then. This was the little girl who they said when I was born, they told my mother she's weak. We're not, we don't know if she's going to make it. She's five pounds. She's going to be. Uh, she may not have, have 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 all of her faculties. It was just one horrible story after another. And and now my life is so wonderful. Hmm. It, it and it is perspective. If you put your mind on Christ and in Christ, and you stop thinking from man, but you think from God to man then your life will never be the same because then you're not thinking this. You're thinking the largeness 
of a magnificent, true and mighty God. The author and the developer and the finisher. I mean, I'm not trying to figure this thing out. It's already figured out for me. I am going to walk in the path he gave. So I get a little excited about it. I love your excitement. It's good for, you know, it's good for the audience to know, you know, the power of God within us, right? I mean, how yes. the Holy, how the Holy Spirit walks with us. And I would truly love to hear more about your ministry and how you see people, you know, with the anointing and people getting saved. And let's talk about that a little bit. Well, you know, one of the things that that I have the joy of doing with uh, my husband, Cameron Arnett, is ministering together as husband and wife. There's there's a lot of hurt and pain that uh, people go through as singles and as married folk. But when you are able to walk together in, in a husband and wife uh, situation or uh, partnership, we are partners in ministry. We are partners in everything. God didn't just say, okay, you're married now. Now go do your thing. He gave a particular task to, to each and every one of us. But when he brings us together, that task should become larger, bigger, stronger. So one of our um, heart ministries is the ministry to other couples, the ministry of, of understanding the role as husband and wife. We are equally loved by God. We simply have different functions. Mm -hmm. But when we walk together as one, uh, understanding that he is our first relationship and the relationship between husband and wife come under that, then there's this beautiful, harmonious thing that can happen. So that is, is one of the areas that we are, are able to minister to together. And I love it. But the other thing that we do together, and I think what people know my husband for, of course, is his acting. I mean, we've been so blessed to have been able to be a part of so many wonderful films. I looked at my husband's uh, IMDb credits the other day, and I was like, oh, my goodness, this man doesn't stop working. Oh, that means I don't stop working either. Okay, got it. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you know, we launched um, uh, uh, a a very um, quick move was done by God, and we launched Proverbs thirty one management, where I now have managed my husband's career, and it's a pretty vast career because God has him on this uh, trajectory that is nothing less than upward, and uh, you know, it God doesn't doesn't do anything small. He simply doesn't. So I can't do anything small and being the meat to the vision that God has given. So I had, I, I, every day I go to try to uh, steward what he's given us in that regard. So I've met some wonderful, wonderful producers, directors, and actors and uh, writers. And it's such a wonderful family of people to work with in the body of Christ. And, and then when we get the opportunity to work with people who are not a part of the body of Christ, but we get to see a light turn on in them and they get to ask a question and we get to minister Christ. And it's like, OK, got you now. <laughs> you know, it's it's quite a joy. So Proverbs 31 management was birthed out of the career of my husband. And now we have um, 
Proverbs 31 management that's going beautifully with him as my um, largest client, of course, but I have several other clients as well that uh, I, I look at my husband as my client and my superstar. And I tell him that all the time. He is my superstar. He is my superstar. He is my apostle, prophet, and teacher. He is the lead of my home. He And, and I, I allow myself to be comfortable in that because that is a beautiful place to be. So um, that is part of our ministry. And then, of course, we have Christ Over Career, which is just this amazing movement that God started out of the testimony of my husband leaving Hollywood. And with Christ Over Career, we're watching people say, wait a minute, you can really do that? You can really allow Christ to rule and reign over your life? Yes, you can. And be very successful because God is not about pulling you away from success. He is the top of everything, the creator of everything. Without him, nothing can occur, nothing, including the breath that we breathe. So when we put him in right perspective over our careers, over our everything, then life moves differently. Now, I, now, I don't want anybody to sit out there and say, oh, that, oh, you just got the all kind of happy life. It is a choice to believe. It is a choice to stand in faith and it is a fight. So it's a battle that's already won. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't go into this without my armor. Mm -hmm. This yes. morning I, I was in my word and the word that God gave me this year was endurance. And I said, wait a minute, if he's given me the word endurance, that means there's some things I'm going to have to endure, mm -hmm. go through. In, in our home, there is a framed um, uh, quote of the scripture, be strong and courageous. I look at it every day. Well, if I'm going to endure, if, if my word is endurance, then I know I'm going to have to be strong physically and courageous spiritually, and it's going to have to ooze out of me. So at the moment that I don't feel that way, I need to go back to my reservoir called the word of God, and I need to allow that to pour into me. But then I also need to, and this helps me, and I'm saying this because I think it, it helps women particularly, speaking life over yourself, is critical. So I regularly, when I'm in my mirror, putting on the makeup and making sure my contacts are in straight, I say to myself, I'm called by God. I'm anointed to do great things in the marketplace. I am a giver. I'm a lender, not a borrower. I am above, not below. I am the one who changes atmosphere because the atmosphere of the Lord God rests inside of me, waiting for me to walk to the next place to give birth to his ministry. So I tell myself, tell myself, because you know, when you move away from the very connection of the word, you got to walk through life. Mm -hmm. I'm, I am, I am um, a university professor. I am chair of the art and fashion department at a major university here in Atlanta. I have uh, nine staff, nine faculty staff with me in this journey. 
and we go about our journey understanding that we're called to do this mm -hmm. yes mm -hmm. we're called to be a part of this university it is look teaching especially on the university level is not for the faint at heart you better have some jesus <laughs> you better know <laughs> how to give it out so uh when i leave my home i am armed and that, that's important. Mm -hmm. So that's Christ over career. That's Proverbs 31 management. Uh, the chair of the art and fashion department at Clark Atlanta University, an historically black college, uh, is historically black university. Uh, I am on the board of directors of Women in Film and Television Atlanta. I, I do this, that. I'm on speaking engagements. I travel with my husband at every opportunity without pulling away from any of the other things that I do. How do I do it? I don't. I let God do it. Remember what I said about that master's degree? Girl, I could not have passed that math class without my Jesus. I just need you to know. <laughs> <laughs> I just need you to know. I could not have written those papers. I love so it. So I don't, I don't, I don't take myself too seriously. I didn't do all this. I know who did it. I know who did it and continues to do it. And what he has done for my husband and I, he will do for anyone. Mm -hmm. We just have to receive him and not be afraid. You know, sometimes we're afraid of failure. Sometimes we're afraid of looking uh, silly to other people. Well, my relationship with my love and savior is not about other people. It is first about my relationship with him. I have a talk show called BJA Today that my husband and I produce with our wonderful uh, production company of amazing, anointed uh, production people. It's called Kamiarnet Production Studios. These guys are amazing. So if you want to get in touch with me, go to Kamiarnet Production Studios. Go to CameronArnett.com. Go to BJArnett.com. Go to, on my Instagram is BJA Today. And my Facebook is BJ Billy Arnett. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. So what would you like to leave my audience with today? What I'd love for people to know is that whatever God has done for me, whatever you see, he will do for you. He is not a respecter of person. He is in love with you. Whenever you feel like he's not, just lean back into him a little further. Believe him. Believe him, believe him, believe him. Hebrews 11 says pr proudly, I proudly say this, that the Lord God has you like that. So you just say to yourself, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen keep your eye on the evidence it shows up if your eyes are wide open and your heart is receptive he loves you he loves you and so do i do you see a need in your everyday life or do you sit back and let someone else do it god is always calling us to himself and to others in need Maybe it's a friend, a neighbor, or a group of people that share their love for God and want to serve. What are you waiting for? 
Do you feel God is speaking into your heart about something that only He can understand? Well, God speaks to you every day. Are you listening to the call?